0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another episode of the We Are Everything Football Podcast. And uh yeah, this week is episode seven. And this week is a special week because my co-host Raymond decided not to come to work. And no, uh, just, just kidding. He's he's busy this week, he he could not make it. So, yes, I'm gonna take this episode solo for this week and um because he's not around and the Chelsea guy is not here, this week is, I hate to say it, I hate to say it, but we're going to talk a lot about the club I love, Man United. So, um, there's no Chelsea guy here to, to bug me and to talk about Chelsea. And we're just going to focus a lot about Man United. And um, But we'll try to talk a lot about the, the Premier League that's going to come up this weekend. And it's going to be a very, very interesting week because... Man United, we are going to go face um Leicester away at the King Power Stadium. And oh my god, I am, uh, I am scared to say the least because I've said this over the two episodes last two weeks. Man, we have dropped so many points. Five points at home. That's five points dropped out of six. A loss against Villa, a draw against Everton. It was pathetic, man. Um not looking forward to the Leicester game, uh, to say the least, you know. They are they are a good team. They are a good team, but they have not had the best start to the Premier League. You know, they lost against City, lost against Brighton, lost against West Ham, drew against Crystal Palace and Burnley 2-2 each. So you can say it's uh it's a bad start but i don't know man sometimes teams just turn up against united and there's nothing we can do about it like you see villa and everton they had like the best games villa had a great, a great game actually but everton not really so man united we're not even playing that well in the first place so what can i actually expect from this from this lester game um they they look a threat you know, um, Brandon Rodgers here has been doing a great work um, at Leicester for the past few seasons. But two seasons in a row, last game of the season, they just lose out on the Champions League spot. You know, still in the Europa League after two seasons. They will surely, surely hope to break into the top four this season. But it's the hardest season of all. You know, we've been saying it since the first episode. The top four, they, they look nailed on between United City, Liverpool and Chelsea. So it's very hard for any team to try to bring into the top four this season. But if there's a team to do it, I put I put my bet on Leicester. You know, if it's not if it's not Arsenal or Spurs who seem to be having even a, a, a worse start than than Leicester, Leicester would be the favorite to bring into the top four out of the the, the four favourites. So they're not they're not an easy team to beat. They're not a team to underestimate. And it's gonna be a tough, tough game for Oli and for United because not only is Leicester gonna be a tough game, we over the over the week we just found out that Rafael Varan, our new signing from Real Madrid, he picked up an injury on international duty. So the reports are out. He'll be out for few weeks. Now now few weeks could mean one. It could even mean two but it could also mean up to you know two months it's very it's such a vague a vague thing to say you know few weeks out for a few weeks we we don't know how long you know we don't know how long it's a it's a groin injury and uh we just have to wait you know he'll obviously miss the Leicester game and we also lost Harry Maguire you know before the international break last week and You know, um, that's two of our centre-backs out. That's two of our starting centre-backs out. And we've signed Rafael Varane to get rid of the Maguire-Lindelof partnership, which was horrendous, which was the reason why we had to pick McFred, you know, because both of them, Maguire and Lindelof in defense, isn't good enough, is not good enough. So we got Varane in now now varan and Maguire are both out you know so we have to play <laughs> lindelof and eric bay in defense and it's not it's not the end of the world obviously i would prefer Maguire to start you know he's our captain he is he has that sense of leadership that he brings to the team i don't know if everyone sees it that way you know there are still there are still a lot of people on the fence with, with Harry Maguire, but I think after that Euro performance with England, you have to be convinced that he is a good centre back and he is the the leader that 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 United needs. And for for some reason, you know, he was handpicked as our captain. Um, the players, some players have, have came out and said that uh you know Harry is the leader is very vocal in the dressing room and, and and stuff like that. So whether you like it or not, you know Harry Maguire is the the, the captain of the club. He is first first name on the team sheet in fans. And without him, as you can see, like like in the in the Villarreal game in the in the Europa League final, without Harry Maguire, we we really missed his presence. So having Maguire and Varan both out it's going to be a big blow but i believe eric bay and lindelof can get the job done definitely can i mean we are man united for god's sake you know eric bay and lindelof have dropped off Uh, eric bay has dropped off you know for a couple seasons now has not been um first name on the team sheet hasn't got much game time but one-off game I don't see why they cannot get the job done, you know. But what does what does this mean? What does putting Harry Ah, uh, what does putting Victor Lindelof and Eric Bailly into the team means? Does this mean that you know Ole is going to be very conservative and defensive and and try to put McFred back into the team because you know he's worried. He's worried we're going to concede. He wants to you know play his safe system where he he puts the macfred partnership right in front of our defense. One would think so, you know, I would expect so if we, if we miss, you know, two of our best center backs for such a good for such a big game. But reports have come out that, you know, there are South American players that cannot make it back this weekend for the games because they are going to be playing like, you know, less than 2 days before the Premier League fixtures on Saturday. Um, this will affect players South American players for Liverpool, with Allison, Fabinho, and even for for Man City with Edison, Gabriel, Jesus, and such. So there is very 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 strong indication that Fred will not make it back in time for the Leicester game. So that that is, I'm I know I know for a fact that Oli will be very worried because he loves Max Fred, he loves. Um, this partnership for some reason. And we as fans, I can I can safely say that 100% of all United fans don't see McFred as the ideal partnership in midfield. You know, we, we don't even want McFred to, to, to be starting even in the cup games. But they're starting the Premier League games. And for some reason, our manager just loves this pairing. Pretty much nothing we can do about it. You know, every time I see them on, on, on the team sheet, it's just it's just pray. You you know all you gotta do is just pray. But we make fret out. Yeah, make fret out because you know, taking just fret out is, is taking that 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 this this horrendous partnership out of the way, out of the equation. So I would think Ole would go with McTominay and Pogba, but I mean we just had the international break two weeks, what felt like an eternity without Premier League football. Matic, namanya Matic, our best CDM, our only CDM, has not played football for two weeks. He is as fit as a fiddle man. Come on, please, just start. Namanya Matic and Paul Pogba in the midfield for this Leicester game. With Bayi in defence, with Victor Lindelof in defence, putting Matic and Pogba in the the midfield, that that can definitely work. You know, Bayi has the pace to stop Vardy, you know, Patson Dekka, Adam Ola you know, Leicester, 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 they have a great um, pace in their attacking threat. And we know Maguire is not the fastest. And we've seen last season and uh, the season before that, when Eric Baye plays with Harry Maguire, we play with such a high line, which is what, Varane has been doing when he's playing beside Harry Maguire. We have been playing higher up the pitch because the pace with Varane and with Eric Bay, we, we can accommodate that. So with Eric Bailly, now back in the team we're with Victor Lindelof in the game for Leicester. It is such a perfect game to start playing with Matic and Pogba back in the midfield. You know, Rashford just came back from injury. He is most definitely going to start, you know, because Ole is obsessed with Marcus Rashford and rightly so because he is one of our best players. Without a shadow of doubt, he is one of our best players, you know. So, with Rashford back, he's going to start the left. Greenwood, I don't think he's droppable, you know. He's just been playing so well since the start of the season. The right wing spot is nailed on. No one's going to take the striker spot from Ronaldo. You know, Bruno's spot is safe. The front four, it's set. it's set. So you're not going to be able to play Pogba on the left wing again. Pogba has to play in the midfield. Pogba has to play in the midfield. He is a midfielder. You can not play him off the left wing obviously because a player like Pogba, he will just thrive no matter where he plays. And um, this was the day we all dreaded because Ole has been playing Pogba on the left wing so much that He neglected the fact that what are you going to do with Pogba when Marcus Rashford returns, right? And for this weekend, he is back. You know, Marcus Rashford is back. So, you know, Pogba has to start in the midfield again. And I don't think dropping him back into the midfield from the left wing spot is a bad idea because like I said, you know, he's a midfielder. Putting him on the left wing for a couple games just because he got seven assists out of like three games during the start of the season playing on the left wing. It's, it's no surprise, you know. This isn't, this isn't a genius move from, from Oli or anything like that. You know, playing, playing a player like Pogba, much more forward up the pitch with two, defen- two midfielders, you know, doing the defensive work for him. Obviously, he's going to thrive. You know, look at him in the French team in The French national team. The reason why he's playing so well in a French national team, you know, up playing so high up the pitch is because he has Kante and, and Adrian Rabio to, to do the defensive work for him. In the World Cup, when friend, when France won the World Cup, he had Blaise Matuidi and Angolo Kante to do the defensive work for him. He had so much attacking freedom and less defensive duties, which is why he thrived. And even when he plays in a pivot with Kante and Pogba, which I think is has been the best midfield pivot for like two to three years now, it's because Angolo Kante does most, I would say most of the defensive work for Paul Pogba, which is why he thrives whenever he, he, he roams forward. You know, he's he's comfortable being being uh having Angolo Kante as the part as his partner because he knows that even even with his Lower defensive um, attributes. N'Golo Kante covers him up. It's as simple as that. Which is why we've, we've been begging the question: Why hasn't Ole signed a CDM? You know, I don't know if he, he 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 goes and tells the board. You know, we don't need a CDM because we have Fred and we have McTominay and they are a very good partnership. And, and and I just need them. I know I don't need a new CDM. It's it's, it's bullshit in my opinion. Come on, I mean. Pogba has to start. He is undoubtedly one of the most naturally gifted players in the world. And not having a CDM next to him who does who does what a CDM should do, you're not gonna get the best out of Pogba in the midfield. And you 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 have to go with, with McTominay and Fred because they both do the duties of one central defensive midfielder. And if you play them both, which is why which is what Ole does, that's the reason why he has to push Pogba out the left wing because he cannot accommodate Pogba in the midfield. And, but when Pogba plays in the midfield next to Mene- Nemanja Matic, in 90% of the games, we comfortably dominate the midfield. And like I said, so many times, the game is won in the midfield battle. You know, um, two seasons ago, after the lockdown, when when football resumed in behind closed doors, Look at the, the the end, look at the run at the end of the season for us. You know, we played Matic and Pogba We dominated games all the way up to top four. You know, we were nowhere near top four and with the signing of Bruno and behind them, we put Matic and Pogba dominated, dominated and we got top four which, you know, which we thought that that's what Ole, that was what Ole wanted. You know, a CDM play next to Pogba and they both right behind Bruno Fernandez. But that doesn't seem to be the case because the whole of last season all we saw was McFred, 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 and I am sick. I am sick of seeing them in the in the starting lineup. So for the Leicester game, please, it's the best game to start McTom uh so look at that. I I just said McTominay and Fred. Just start Nemanja Matic and Pogba because why not? They are the best partnership we have. You know. And um right after that last game on the weekday back to UCL Knights, Champions League Knights are back and it's gonna be a very tough run, honestly. If if any Man United fan is listening, I I'm praying right beside you because we have Atalanta in the Champions League and the following weekend in the Premier League, it's the big one, it's Liverpool. And yeah, I'm dreading that Liverpool game already, but Let's just hope for the Leicester game we don't see mcfred you know, Namanyu Matic and Pongba. That should be the way to go. And the defense, like I said, nothing we can do about it. Eric Bey, Victor Lindelof. I uh, it would it would not surprise me if Ole somehow gets Harry Maguire fit again for, for the Leicester Leicester game to get a match fit. But I would not risk it, you know. It's a one-off game Leicester put Eric Bailly and Victor Lindelof in if Harry Maguire is fit get him ready like fully match fit for the Atlanta game better yet get him ready for the Liverpool game because Varane will most definitely not make it back for the Liverpool game and if we're gonna lose Varane for the Liverpool game I do not want to lose Harry Maguire for the Liverpool game you know please we don't need to rush him back. We can get the job done with Eric Bailey and Victor Lindelof. Even if we play McFry right in front of them, you know. I hate to say it, but we can get the job done. We should get the job done. You know, Leicester has not had the best of starts to the season. So yeah. The Man We're gonna win the game. It's it's as simple as that. You know, it's not rocket science, right? And speaking of the CDM, uh, there, there was a news that came out today on um, Manchester Evening News that Man United are on the hunt for a central defensive midfielder for the next two transfer windows, like, like who, who, who's writing this stuff? like. Legit. Who's writing this stuff? Like, did, did, what, what, what is this? Some, some, some sort of discovery? It's, it's no, it's a no brainer that that Man United need a CDM. Not last season, last last season, two seasons ago, we needed a CDM. Matich was, Matich could not even play back to back weeks of Premier League football, let alone with a, with a game in the midweek. We needed a CDM two seasons ago. McTominy is not a CDM, Fred's not a CDM, Doddy's not a CDM, Matic is a CDM, but he can't play every week. We need a CDM so long ago. Who's writing this stuff? You know, we've been calling up for a CDM to be signed for two, three transfer windows now. And we're we'll still stuck with McFrat. Like, does Oli not see the problem? Or does, does the bot not want to give Oli? his choices I mean he gave only Sancho, Veran, Ronaldo this season and you know what's the total of that why why did we get a CDM I, I don't get it it's it's the only position I wanted you know last uh, di- during the last summer window I don't care if we didn't get a center back I don't care if we didn't get Sancho and at the start of the window I did not care if Ronaldo joined. all I wanted was a CDM And we signed Varane, Sancho and Ronaldo and no CDM. And now the Manchester Evening News, they come out and say Man United are on the hunt for a CDM for the next two transfer windows. And even that headline pisses me off. Two transfer windows? Two? I mean, if United need and want a CDM, we're going to get him on the 1st of January. That's what a big club does. If this was Chelsea, you know, and if they wanted a player, they'll get them done in the first week of the window. They won't have to wait the whole transfer window just to sign him. Obviously, if you look at Chelsea's um transfer window during the summer, they wanted Jules kunde but obviously it's because of the price that Sevilla was haggling for. That's too much to ask for. So they, they let it go. They 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 went for Haaland the whole window, and obviously the price was just too much. So when they when they went for Luka, when, when they went for Lukaku, just like that, snap of a finger, instantly done. You know, they signed Lukaku. So, why are we not acting like a big club? Like, come on, act like a big club for once. I know everyone's going to say the, the Ronaldo transfer, they've they, they done it in like 48 hours and stuff like that. That's a whole different story, alright? Look at how we signed Jadon Sancho and Rafael Varane. Rafael Varane took the whole, the whole transfer window to sign, to get revealed. And Jadon Sancho took two. He took two summers to join. He took two full seasons to join, you know? why are we not acting like a big club if we want a cdm and we need a cdm we sign him on the first day of the transfer window why are you waiting for don't we're not gonna sign but obviously in my opinion we're not gonna sign a a center defensive midfielder in january realistically no big players move in the general transfer window you know unless they are for some unforeseen circumstances but we barely see a high profile player moving in the transfer window in january and that's what we need we need a high profile a world-class holding midfielder, CDM. You know, I want a Casemiro, uh, a Fabinho, a Busquets in his prime kind of player. And a Didi, you know, um, Ruben Neves, even a Saul Niguez. But these players generally, this type of players generally do not move in the January transfer window. So, realistically speaking, it's going to be in the next 100 chance window. But, but more realistically speaking, we're not gonna sign a CDM. As long as Oli's in charge, I don't see, I don't think that Oli thinks that McFred is the problem. I think he thinks McFred is the solution. You know? He thinks that when we wanna attack, we'll play Matic and Pogba. You know, we'll play McTominay and Pongba, Fred and Pogba. But when 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 we play the big games against City, Liverpool, Chelsea, and we wanna, you know, just nick a one day or nick a draw, I'll just play McFred you know, to be safe. And which is why I said, you know. Not, not, not the manager I want at my club, you know. If he doesn't see the problem, which is the CDM, if he does not see this problem, that that the whole fan base worldwide, you know, I'm living in Malaysia, god damn it, worldwide can see, but my manager doesn't. Come on, man. Come on. How do you not see that as a problem? Like. People ask why Pogba has not been performing at Man United for the the many years he's been here now. Tell me how is he going to perform? Who's who's his partner in midfield? Matic, Herrera, Fellaini, McTominay and Fred. Like, come on man. And and then people ask why is he not doing well at United but so well in in the French national team. Because there's Kante there. There's Matuidi there. There's Adrian Rabio there. Obviously, it's gonna thrive. But at United, look at his partners. Come on, look at his partners. Like I just said, that 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 list of horrendous midfielders we have had. You know, Maran Fellaini next to Pogba in midfield. A midfield three with with with, Andrew Herrera. I like I like Ander Herrera, but is he the CDM? Is he the CDM to help Pogba? <laughs> no, obviously not. McTominay is not. Fred is not. No one is the money is but he's too old for it you know you put a con you put a kante next to point one now a fit kante obviously he's very injured uh, at the moment but get me a fit kante in the team right now i don't see why we don't walk the league i really do not see why we do not walk the league you know all we need is that cdm we can take the ball off the defense and just play a pass a forward pass like i can do the job McTominay and Fred are doing I just have to ask Harry Maguire like, "Hey Harry, pass when I get the ball. I take four, five, 25 touches, then I just pass it back to him, right? How hard is that? How hard is that? And all you gotta do is have have the the energy, you know, have the the charisma, you know, to run and and put in a tackle. Like, who 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 doesn't do that? And even if you even if you say that McTominay and Fred do that very well, you know, they break up play very well." They shield the defense very well. Then how do you explain the points drop this season? How do you ex- how do you explain Fred getting pushed off the ball by the Murray Gray? You know? How do you, how do you explain McTominay and Fred getting pulled out of position, position to concede for us to concede so many goals this season? They have not worked for a very long time. And they will not be the partnership that United used to win the Premier League ever ever you know liverpool can have an injury prone season again city can be misfiring all season again and chelsea can have a terrible manager the whole season again you know and they don't do well and united walk the league you know we have a free pass to win the league all we gotta do is just win games and we can win the league because all the big teams are dropping points but if we play mcfred we're not gonna win it's as simple as that they get the ball back pass they get a ball sideways pass they get a ball they pass to each other we don't have a CDM who can dictate the play from deep do the defensive work and know how to manage the game from the midfield to dominate the midfield we don't have that profile of a player as our CDM a Ruben Neves can get the job done Uh, a Casemiro can get the job done and a Didi can get the job done. Even a Bisuma can get the job done, you know? A player from Brighton can get the job done. Like, I don't know, man. Like why 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 does Oli not see this as a problem? I, I've been talking for like 27 minutes now and I can tell you the problem is a CDM, but Oli has been at the wheel for three to four years now and he does not. He does not see this as a problem. Ah man, it's it's just very, 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 very frustrating. So um, the news came out, CDM in the two seasons, in the two transfer windows. I have no idea, man. Like, why do we need two transfer windows to sign that one position that can fix every single thing like goalkeepers? We have more than enough. We have more than we need, honestly, four. <laughs> Come on. Right back, Wan Bersaka, Dalu, good enough. Left back, Luke Shaw, Alex Teyes, good enough. And even in defense, even with Maguire and Varane out, Lindelof and Bayi, they are good. We even have Tuan Zibi on loan at Aston Villa, you know. We have Tenen Mengi out on loan, you know. These are good players. Defence, sorted. Strikers, come on, we have we have two world-class strikers, you know. Be it they are old, but one of them is Kovani and one of them is a goat. We don't need another striker. We don't need Harry Kane, at least not this season. Wingers, yeah, we have more than enough, you know. Rashford, Sancho, Greenwood, Martial, Ahmad. Lingard, come on man. Even in, in attacking midfield, Bruno, we, that's all we need. Box-to-box midfielders, Pogba, Van der Beek, Mike Tomine, who I think is a box-to-box, who I know, sorry, is a box-to-box. Fred, get him out of the club. And CDM? All we have is Matic. Like, I don't know, man. Why, why, why is he the only CDM in the club? Like, this should have been sorted years ago years ago and it's 2021 I'm still sitting here and talking about how United need a CDM. It's ah, man imagine if we had imagine if we signed Kante from Leicester all those years before Chelsea did. Where would we be now man? Where would we be now? Is this that one kind of profile of a player that changes the game? And just look at Chelsea. Kovacic can do the job at United. Jorginho can do the job at United. Kante can do the job at United. Heck, even, even Ruben Loftus-Cheek can do the job at United. Even Billy Gilmore can do the job at United. It is pathetic, I'm telling you. I, mean, I just said five Chelsea players who can do the job at United. And I'm supposed to I'm supposed to think that United can win the league this season? Come on, man. But having said that, right? Having said that, you know, to think that, that United can't win the league this season. I've said this in, in, in so many podcasts now. It's not just the players. You can't always put it on the players. It's always the players and the managers, you know. The coaching staff everything. Even from the board and everything. I just don't think always is the guy to, to ever win us a major trophy, you know. And when I say a major trophy, it's either the Premier League or the Champions League. Because a Europa League and an FA Cup and a Community Shield and a Carabao Cup, is just a, it's just another trophy. You know, if you want the Premier League, if you want the Champions League, I'm sorry, but personally, Oli's not the guy for me. He's not the guy for me. It's as simple as that. Like I'm not gonna sit here every week and say that I'm Oli out. I'm not gonna hope United lose every game just to see Oli out because I don't think the board is ever gonna. To let Ole leave but I just don't think Ole is the guy for me like if I had a choice right now I would want a new manager to come in obviously you know because you're going up against the likes of Pep, Klopp and, and Tuchel you know to win the Premier League and uh, okay the Champions League you know I think the best three managers in the world currently are in the Premier League like Poch, Nagelsmann, Kuman you know Carlo Ancelotti, I don't really rate them as much as I rate these three managers because they do it week in week out in the toughest league in world football. So yeah, how is Oli ever gonna win the league coming up against three managers like like Klopp, Pep, and Tuchel? It's just it's gonna take a miracle, you know. It's gonna take a miracle, and if I have not hit the jackpot, I don't think Oli will. You know, it's just not gonna be that easy, and. I've said it for two weeks now, you know, I want a manager change. And my choice, my first choice would be Diego Simeone from Atletico Madrid. But obviously he's not going to join in the middle of the season. Um, it would take a lot. I would assume a lot of convincing to, to get Simeone to leave Atletico Madrid. It's been there for years now. And in a two-horse league, like the La Liga, you know, Barça and Real Madrid, they have dominated the league for like decades now. And Atletico has always been in the fight. Like, I, you know, they, they may not have won every, every year to top the league every year, but you don't expect them to top the league every year. The players they have are... Maybe nowhere near half the quality of Barcelona and Real Madrid players over the last few years, when they had Messi and Ronaldo in that era, you know, the golden era. It was very hard. It's it's definitely definitely not easy to 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 try to beat Real Madrid and Barca in the league, and they've had a few good Champions League runs, and uh Diego Simeone has won the league you know a few times and but what what really what really amazes me and what I really like about Diego Simeone is his he's been at Atletico for years now and I admire his ability to to buy the players to replace the ones that were leaving you know atletico may not be a selling club but um where the offer comes in and they sell it's as simple as that you know when the when the griezmann offer came in for barcelona you had to sell right obviously you had to sell there was a lot of money and everything <laughs> look where they got them now they got griezmann back but look, look look like look at the signing of of luis suarez right barcelona think he was too old to play they brought him in you want them to the league. it's as simple as that the way they replace player has been always has always been very fascinating to me. Like this is what I really like about Diego Simeone, when De Gea was um, a really young goalkeeper and, and proving it in La Liga, and Alex Ferguson wanted to sign him, they replaced him. You know, look at Oblak now, one of the best keepers for years, uh, for the for the last few years, and look at the team they have now. They are they are one of the best teams in Europe, and Diego Simeone has bought. Replace and built this team for so many years now, and for so many years they have been competitive. Obviously, they have not won the Champions League in recent memory, but I I really admire that from from Diego Simeone, and we all know how Atletico plays. We all know how Diego Simeone plays. It, they very they are very defensive. You know, the um, they punk the bus, which is not the most ideal football type to to watch you know but you win two games it's as simple as that you know tucker plays a back five but he doesn't really park the bus they are just very very disciplined in defense and when you're good in defense and you don't concede and you score a goal you win games it's as simple as that it's not rocket science Oli just can't do it because He's just tactically net, you know, a manager like Diego Simeone, he'll definitely be able to do it with, with the quality of players we have at, at United. So I would like Diego Simeone because I want a long term manager. I don't want, I would like a Conte, but he would be a very easy fix. In my opinion and he would ruin the United way the United DNA you know of bringing young players up and everything and playing back four playing down the wings that's how that has always been how United plays all these years you know you're famous for our our wingers the way we play out the play out wide and uh, if we bring a conde in I can see us going to a back five a three four three or three five two something like that, and it would be an easy fix. I would not give Conte more than two two seasons at United, definitely. So, Conte, it's a, it will be a, a very win. huge gamble. Um, another one, another manager who's available on the market right now, uh Zinedine Zidane, and I liked. I like I like Zinedine Zidane, you know I like I like him a lot. I like the way he plays when he was a player, definitely, and when he was a manager at Real Madrid. And a lot of people call him a fluke because the when he won all that he has won at, at Real Madrid, people will say you know he had Ronaldo, he, Ronaldo carried he carried him, um, he had one of the best um, Real Madrid teams um, at his disposal and stuff like that, but. Many, many, many managers had, had great teams at their disposal. They I don't think they have ever achieved something, you know, Zinedine Zidane has achieved. And he brought the best out of Ronaldo. You can say Ronaldo carried carried his team to glory, but it's because he brought the best he brought the best out of Ronaldo. And we have Cristiano Ronaldo. If Zidane can bring the best out Ronaldo to win, you know what is arguab what is arguably the best achievement in my opinion one of the best maybe not the best but one of the best is to win the Champions League three times in a row like that has gotta be that is a record by the way but that is something really something to have in a resume man but Zinedine Zidane brought the best out of that Real Madrid team all right he played Casemiro Cruz Modric Isco Ronaldo and Benzema you know he didn't even, have, he didn't even have, have prime bail in the starting lineup. And he won two consecutive Champions League finals with the same front six. With the same front uh, uh, starting eleven, by the way. You know, you cannot call him a fluke if he has won the Champions League three times in a row. But the my only concern is that United don't get Zinedine Zidane is because it will be very intimidating. You know Zinedine Zidane's portfolio is is that he has won three Champions League back to back with Real Madrid. When you come and take this job at United right now, let's say in January, it will not be an easy fix. You will need obviously you will need time. I'm not going to hope that Zinedine Zidane can pull off a Thomas Tuchel come in the mid season and you know win the Champions League. That that is another kind of achievement that I don't think many managers will be able to replicate. If Zeland comes in, I would think he would know that a CDM is what we need and we'll get that sorted. But you need to get, you need time to get the best out of players. And you know how United gets a lot of criticism, a lot of hate, a lot of media, media spotlight for even one mistake we do. So imagine the backlash Zinedine Zidane will get for the half season he joins, and he doesn't get us any trophy, but he gets us. Let's say he gets us second on the table in the in the Premier League, and to a Champions League semi final. I bet you he'll get a lot of backlash because he 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 did not win, you know, the Premier League. He didn't win the Champions League. So it's a very huge gamble. just because I think Zinedine Zidane, um. Resume is just too good to have at United. It's just it's just as simple as that. So Conte Zidane the clear favorites just because they are they are they are not uh tied to any club right now. They were, they are vacant managers, but I don't see them as um you know I would love Zinedine Zidane. I would not want Conte. I would love Zinedine Zidane, but I do I just don't think United will go for him um we yeah, have other other managers like parallel and stuff like that but i just don't think i would ever want that but i, I don't even want pochettino near my club um diego Simeone is definitely the, the manager i want but i just don't think there's any way any way that united will ever go for a manager like like diego Simeone. you know it's just not the united way so i mean i can talk all i want about how i want united to change the manager but we all know all this is going to be here for years and years and years. Unless one day, you know, the Glazers wake up and they say, you know, we just don't want it to be a business. We just want to win trophies. We want to be like City. We want to be like we like Chelsea. We want to invest because we want to win. I mean, if they ever wake up to, 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 to this kind of common sense and they realise, you know, all is not the manager gonna, who's going to win me the Premier League and I want to win the Premier League. As the owner of Man United, I want to see my club lift the Premier League then he'll sack. He'll definitely sack Oli, right? But that's just not that's just not my owner. Unfortunately, that's just not the owner of my club. Roman Abramovich is Sheikh Mansour is. They want to win. That's why they invest to win. We just invest for the sake of investing. We invest for the sake, for shirt sales, for money, and yeah. That's pretty much about it. They we're never gonna sack Oli because one, Oli never gonna walk out of this job, uh, on his free will. The club's never gonna want to sack him. They love him because he's a yes man. Like, uh, Oli can go to the board and say, you know, I want a CDM. The board will just tell him, we can't get you a CDM. Oh, it's fine. I'll just start becoming a friend. If this was Conte, if this was Tucker, Pep, Klopp, you know, they don't get the players they want. They don't get to 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 instill their tactic into the team, they don't get the players to to do what they need to do. Who would want to stay in this job? Right? And uh, we've seen it. We've seen it with so many managers where um, they fall out with the board and stuff like that with the owners. And it's just never going to happen with Oli. It's just as simple as that. It's never going to happen with Oli because he's just... Uh, he's just never going to leave this job. Unfortunately, but... Yeah, um, I'm just looking forward to the Leicester game on the weekend, but there are going to be so many interesting games to watch over the weekend. And I am so excited. We're going to start the weekend off with Watford against Liverpool. Watford at home. Um, Come on, easy three points for Liverpool. I don't see how Watford's going to try to get a point from here. Um, The Midlands derby. Uh, Aston Villa against Wolves, great game. And then we have Leicester against United. United win, I hope. City against Burnley, it should be 5-0. I mean, how many times have City scored 5 against uh, Burnley? Norwich against Brighton, um, another game where Brighton can pick up 3 points and you know keep that European dream alive early in the season. Southampton versus Leeds, and uh, not the most interesting game think the the least interesting game of the weekend but I'm hoping for a Southampton win then this is a game Raymond would, would be hyping for the whole 40 45 minutes If was if he was here today it was it's Brentford against Chelsea but I remember he said it last week that it's not going to be an easy game he's not going to underestimate Brentford but he still hopes Chelsea would win um, since he's not here I'm going to go and say that I hope, I hope Brentford make a draw I would even dare to dream Brentford can nick a 1 1-0 one or 2-1 win. But 2-1's a bit of a stretch. Let's go with maybe a 1-1 one one draw. Everton, West Ham. Let's go West Ham. Newcastle versus Tottenham. Ooh. I mean Newcastle, they are rich, but they don't have the players yet. Should be an easy Tottenham win. Where's Arsenal, there we go. The late game on Tuesday. Tuesday morning in Malaysia time. Um, Arsenal, home against Crystal Palace. And uh I know I give Arsenal, we give Arsenal a lot of stick. You know, um during the start of the season when they lost so many games. Crystal Palace are not, not an easy team to beat this season, you know. Um They seem to be playing quite well under Patrick Vieira. Um But Arsenal seem to have picked up the pace. Uh Last week, before the international break, they got a draw. So, maybe going downhill again. We never know, but if I was to give a prediction, I would go for a draw, one one, I guess. And then the Champions League begins, and wow, uh, I just can't wait for the Champions League to be back. Um, but yeah, I'm not gonna give too much of a preview for the Champions League, but you'll get a very in-depth review from me, and hopefully Raymond may come back next week where we review the the Premier League games over. The weekend starting tomorrow and the midweek Champions League games. Uh it's gonna be a huge one. And I hope I hope United get six points out of possible six. It's as simple as that. United, please don't let me down. I mean only if you're hearing this, like please don't pick McFred. And Ronaldo, if you're hearing this, please hatch it against Leicester. That's all I ask for so yeah thanks so much everyone for listening me listening to me rant about my club for like 47 minutes now and please uh yeah follow instagram and comment and um let us know what you want what you want to hear from us more in the upcoming episodes and yeah catch you next week ciao